Okay, I, I'm going to open up a series tonight. And uh, I want to take just a moment before I go into this because I, I really feel like the way this series has jumped into my heart as I've been preparing for this, I really feel like that, that this is something that we need in this moment uh, because this series was, was birthed into my heart through prayer. And, and I'll, I'll share with you something that the Lord put in my spirit or I felt he put in my spirit and took me into the word and, and kick, we're going to kick start this series tonight. But let me encourage you, uh, if, if you are on, uh, if you have that capability and you're on Facebook or you're on YouTube, share the videos of Wednesday nights. That's one way you can get the word out that the videos will be up um, in, on YouTube. Uh, if you just go to the River Life Church in more YouTube page, you can just uh, scroll down and it'll say The Walk. And that's our Wednesday nights and it's right there. Uh, Facebook, it'll be on there at River Life Church in more and our Facebook page. But also, uh, you can go to the audio versions. If you like to listen uh, to the Word or you know that somebody somebody that does uh, listen to podcasts, listen to music, maybe at work or whatever the case might be, you also can share these Wednesday nights uh, by audio as well. And uh, very the easiest thing you can do is go to riverlifechurch.com and if you will go to media to the walk, uh, tab right there. There will be three ways that'll pop up uh, that you can you can share these audio versions of Wednesday night, and it should be up starting tomorrow. Usually by Thursday, I'll have them up and going on the audio side. Uh, but you can either go to Greg Garvey, my podcast uh, on iTunes. You can subscribe to that, and that way any new one will pop up, and you'll see that. You can go to SoundCloud, and you can go to River Life Church and more. SoundCloud, or you, if you have Spotify, you can go to River Life Church under podcast and Spotify. Three ways that you can find them. You can subscribe and listen uh, as you go, or you can invite someone else that might. So we're trying to put the word in your hands. You know, you listen to stuff, you watch stuff. Well, keep the word in front of you right now, more important than ever. And I believe this series that we are starting tonight is a series that, that we all need, our church, River Life Church needs, and then anyone that you are connected to, I believe, uh, will, will do well to understand what we are going to begin sharing. And I don't know how long we're going to be in this. Uh, I'm just going to let the Lord kind of lead and guide. But Veronica, if you'll throw the slide up for me on the screen. Our, our series that we're going to be starting is, is going to be titled, Deepening Deception. And then the subtitle there is The Way Back. How are we going to find our way back from the deepening deception? Because I, I want to tell you, this is, what, this is what came to me in prayer. And as I begin to study this out in a scripture that we're going to go to in just a few moments. Our world right now, in this moment, our culture, and it's affecting the church that will allow themselves to be affected by it. And it is affecting the world right now. There is a deepening deception that is going on in our world. And it's not only for the lost, but even people who claim to be Christians are falling prey to this deepening of deception that is beginning to take place. And so we're going to talk about, we're going to open this up tonight about this deepening deception with a concept that the Lord just kind of put into my spirit in prayer. And then we're going to spend a few weeks talking about the way back 
from this. Because the way back is going to be focused all around faith. And we're going to do kind of a deep dive into faith a little bit as we begin to move forward. But there is a deepening of deception. I want you to take your Bibles and turn with me to 1 John chapter number 2. 1 John chapter number 2. And you'll probably have to look the scriptures up uh, tonight. They, they won't be on the screen. Just the title page will stay there on the screen. 1 John chapter 2. And I'm going to begin reading at verse 15. Now, I, I want to encourage you uh, a little bit that if you have the time or when you have the time or make the time to go and read the book of 1 John. Just start. That'll give you all the context you need. Short book. Uh, what, five chapters? Just go read the book of 1 John, uh, chapter 1, all the way through chapter 5. I'm not going to take you into all of that, but I think it'll be great context for you to understand. But I'm going to begin at verse number 15 of chapter 2. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Excuse me. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away. And the lusts of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Now, let me carry on just a little bit. Verse 18. Little children, it is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now. Everybody say with, with me, even now. Even now, many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. That doesn't mean that there are many that are called Antichrist. It means that there are many that are anti-Christ. They are walking in something. So now go over with me to 1 John chapter 4 and verse number 1. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits. Whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. I want you to hear that because there is a spirit of antichrist that is already in the world. It was it was already in the world in the day that this word was written when John was writing this. In fact, John says in 1 John 2, I didn't read the scriptures on down, but he goes on and say they were a part of us and they went out from among us. These that were antichrist and so he, he, he's recognizing that even in that day, the spirit of Antichrist was already at work. 
And you and I need to realize that in the day we are living in, the spirit of Antichrist is alive and well among us. Amen. So I was praying, and as I was praying, the, the Lord began to take that and put that into my mind, that there is a deepening deception. That right now, the deception of the Antichrist, the spirit of Antichrist, is deepening. That means its, it's roots are getting deeper into people's hearts and into people's lives. And as I was praying, I felt the, the Lord just directing me to pray against this deepening deception. To begin to teach against this deepening deception. As you know, I've been, I've been talking to you periodically uh, since the Lord had dropped it into my spirit about the outer edges movement. That the Lord is calling us to call to our world, those that are in the world, to come out of the world to the outer edges where the kingdom of God is. And those that are caught in the religious spirit, they're satisfied and settled in their own religion. They need to come out of that to the outer edges where the kingdom of God is seen. And those that are trapped in the religious world without relationship with Christ. And those that are trapped in the world for living in sin, living away from God. Each of these are being deeply deceived. Deception is rampant. Amen. There's a deepening deception. You don't have to look very far to see it. Now, I'm done tonight. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into everything we're gonna get into tonight. I'm just gonna take you where the Lord took me into this scripture in in First John chapter two. Because when He put that in my heart, then He took me to this scripture and began to speak to me out of this. And and I want to tell you, we are living in a generation that that this is happening all around us. The spirit of Antichrist is deepening the deception. And, and you don't have to look far. All you have to do, you can look into the church and you can see people that are beginning to pull away from the foundation of faith that they were brought in on. We're seeing it all around us. We are seeing an outbreak of people who once were in the church that now are claiming they don't even know if they believe in God. We're seeing it in our young generation. We're saying, and why? Why would that be? Because deception is deepening. Because the hour is short. And because the enemy is at work and he's doing all that he can to pull people away from the truth. We are seeing where the truth of the word of God is being diminished day by day. Where people in their own minds and their own understanding are saying, well, this is what we believe God meant because we know better than what God said in His Word. Now, how many of you believe that God didn't really mean the things He said in His Word? But that's what we're being told by these smart religious people. That are leaning more on their own understanding than they are on the word of God in simplicity and truth. And they're saying, well, in our culture today, these things are more acceptable. Well, it doesn't matter if they're more acceptable in our culture or not. What matters is what the word says. It's a deepening of deception. And many are falling prey. The world is getting darker and darker. Would you agree with that? The world is getting more wicked, 
moment by moment, day by day. The things that come out as newsworthy stories. The things that are put on the covers of magazines and, and, and lead off our, our world news stories are some of the most hideous, ridiculous things that, that generations past would have not even dreamed that they would be seeing on their TVs. But because the deception is deepening, we are being force-fed it every moment, every day, and it's getting darker and darker. And we are to be light in a darkened world. But the sad thing is, it's not only in the world, it's in the church. Amen. So, so we're, gonna, we're just going to look at some of this. Let me, let me take you to a scripture. And, and let me just read this scripture to you. And, and the, I wish I had time to read the entire chapter, but I'm not going to do that. But 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse number 1. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1. It says, Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to Him. Okay, that, he said, this is what we're talking about. The coming of Jesus and our gathering together to Him. So that is the focus of what we are talking about, he says. So we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled. This is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. I'm now in verse number 2. Don't be soon shaken in mind or troubled. Either by spirit. Or by word. Or by letter. Don't be shaken or troubled. By the words that people are saying to you. Letters that you are seeing. Spirits that are going out. As if it's from us. As though the day of Christ had already come. Don't be shaken by that. Just because people say. Oh. That day's past. He's already come in whatever manner he was going to come. That's what they were saying in that day. So he's writing to them. He's saying, don't be shaken by that. Verse 3. Let no one deceive you by any means. For that day. What day are we talking about? The day of the Lord's coming. And our gathering together to him. Right? Are are y'all tracking with me? I, we, that, this is what we're talking about. So let's keep this in focus and in context. So verse 3, let no one deceive you by any means. For that day, the day of the Lord's coming and the day of our gathering together to Him, that day will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped. Amen. So that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. The Antichrist is going to rise up and he's going to set himself up as God. That day is coming. But that day will not come until... Some other things begin to take place. There's going to be a falling away, which we are seeing. You can say, well, it's always been that way, but we're seeing more and more now. Because the falling away aspect of this is something like we have never seen before. Because I, I got to tell you, I've pastored now for, I've been, a, I've been lead pastor for 20, what, 26 years, going on 27 years. I've never seen a day where so many people 
who have called Christ their Savior are walking away from that faith. This is serious. These are not games that we're playing. These are not just word tricks that we are doing. I am seeing this as never before because there is this great falling away. And that comes first. And then the Antichrist is going to be revealed. He's going to exalt himself as God. Verse 5. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And now you know what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time. The restrainer, the church empowered by the Spirit of God is the restrainer. And there's going to be an event that's going to take place. That once the restrainer is gone from this earth, the church is called up, gathered. Remember, we're talking about the day of the Lord, the gathering together to him. His coming and our gathering together. When the restrainer is gone, then, then this world falls into great judgment. Okay, now this is, we're not doing end times teaching now. I'm just trying to get this across to you. Okay? So, verse 7. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed. Whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. All that entails all of... Revelation, all of the end time stuff. When the church is caught up, judgment falls on the world. And at the end of all, Satan is judged. The Antichrist is judged. He's coming, verse 9, the coming of this one is according to the work of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Verse 10, with all unrighteous deception among those who perish. Because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, what reason? They didn't love the truth. They didn't receive the truth. They didn't hold to the truth. So they may have once known it, but they rejected it. Or maybe they just rejected completely. But because of that, verse 11, for this reason, God in that judgment time will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie. People that didn't love the truth, that wouldn't, wouldn't accept Christ, are going to be given a delusion. That they may all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Amen. That's scripture. We're in perilous times. Because we are living in the days that we are beginning to see the things leading up to the coming of the Lord and our gathering together to Him. And deception is deepening. And when the church is no longer here with our voice crying out unto God and speaking out truth. The world is going to fall into dark deception and judgment. Even so much so that the Word says, and we can get into the Word, that's not my point for tonight, but even the Word says they will be sent a strong delusion from God because their time has passed. Amen. That's pretty heavy, isn't it? I don't think it's any time to be playing games as the church. 
So here's what the Lord spoke into my heart. And I'm just opening this up tonight. And I'm just sharing you a few principles. And then after tonight, we're going to get into this idea of faith is the way back. Until the Lord calls us, we're going to be people of faith. But 1 John 2, I read it to you, verse 15 through 17, the Lord took me to those three areas. Because in this a concept of deepening deception, those three areas, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And here's what I heard in my spirit. That spirit of Antichrist, that spirit of wickedness, is offering this generation. I'm not talking about an age gap. I'm talking about people that are alive today. And we're seeing it right now in the United States of America. He is offering this generation. We're seeing it greatly played out in our country. Four areas. Let me just briefly give these to you. Here's what is being offered to our generation. And it comes straight from the enemy. Pleasure, perversion, provision, and position. Now I want you to hear me. These are the, this is how the enemy is deepening deception in our day. Because the enemy is offering people. The enemy is offering people you know, you and I know, our family members, friends, co-workers, neighbors. He's trying to offer even us that are here and watching online. The enemy, the, the, the spirit of Antichrist is offering people in our culture today these four areas. And he's offering them pleasure. And, and what does First John say? Say, don't love the world. For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. See, the enemy's tactics are not new. He just repackages them. Amen. And so he offers pleasure. I'm, I'm going to say some things tonight. You can disagree with me. I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying them for the, for the sake of debate. I'm just saying it for what I feel like the Lord's dropped into my heart. But we live in a culture where the enemy is offering us pleasure right now. Whatever you want to do is okay. If it makes you feel good, if you feel okay about it, then it's okay. And our culture is buying into this. Whatever feels good. We, we just went through battles not, not too long ago that's been coming for a long time. And this, gonna be, this could be controversial. That's okay. The whole legalizing of marijuana issue. We, we went through these battles, and I'm not, you know, I can already hear people hollering. You, you may be online, and won't be long, they'll be probably saying it, and you may be thinking it in your mind. Well, it's, just, it, it's for medical purposes. Now, I, under, I understand that. I'm not here to debate that. But, but, but I am saying, I'm not sure it's always medical purposes. Amen. I think, I think probably, probably 99% of the time, it's pleasure purposes. Well, we might as well make money on it and make it safer. Now, that doesn't make sense either if you really think about it. 
It's about pleasure. What makes, if it makes me feel, because let, let me be honest with you, okay? I grew up in the 70s and 80s, okay? And, and, and let, let's just be real for just, some of you guys may have even grown up, you know, I was born in the 60s, but even though I was a little too young then, but, but let, let's just be real. Pot wasn't for medical purposes, Come on now. It was for pleasure purposes. Amen. Well, anyway. The enemy is offering. The, the, the alcohol issue. Amen. We, we, passed, we passed laws. Everybody, people voted on it. It's what the people, what people wanted. Pa- passed laws. Where now they, they can sell Liquor, places they just not long ago wasn't allowed to, spreads the, amen? Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to debate with anybody, so just, no, I'm not, that, you, can, you can think what you want to think about it. I'm just telling you, just think for a moment where we've come from, take out your belief about it or your thoughts about it just think rationally for just a moment and where and you you may think well we were way too rigid and too tight back back before all then and okay that's that's fine I'll, I'll give you that but just think about it we have done this for the concepts of pleasure convenience and pleasure our world is all about convenience and pleasure The enemy is offering us whatever feels good to our flesh. The lust of the flesh. Second thing the Lord put in my heart in, in, in prayer was the enemy is offering pleasure and the enemy is offering and legitimizing perversion. Amen. Perversion. It's being being even just magnified. You you can go in the last couple of days and look at some of the headlines and you see perversion being put out there like it's just something great. Amen. Hmm. Then it's the lust of the flesh, the lust of eyes. Sexual deviancy of all stripes is just being called normal. After all, we, we might as well just teach our children that we're just like rabbits. And so anything that you feel like, you need to just follow through on. Come on now. That's craziness if you think about it. But that's what we're doing. I, I, I won't. I watched a video the other day that just lit me on fire. I had to show Veronica about it. I watched a video of a church service. Don't know where the church service was. Don't know who the people were. It was a church service where they were coming up to bless those that that were of one gender and felt like they were another gender. That was, it was called, I don't remember what it was called, some sort of blessing. And this mother brings up this child 
that was like, what, Veronica, maybe four years old. They give this child a microphone, and the child's shy and won't talk into the microphone. And so the mother answers for the child and says, whatever this child is, I think it was a little a, a boy that identified as a girl. And then the church pronounced a blessing over them. I, I'm sorry, and if that's offensive to you, you need to get back into your Bible and read it again. Because there's nothing... Nothing right about this. This is a deepening of deception. Amen. Sexual deviancy. Abortion. We speak out against it, but numbers have went down, but far too many are still happening. Innocent lives. Pure lives. That are lost. Because of. Pleasure. Perversion. Provision. The enemy is offering. That. He and his structures. And his ways. Can be your provision. Rather than God. He is offering generations to trust His provision. Amen? Well, I've, I've been blunt. I'll just keep being blunt. That's okay. The, the, the concepts that are coming into our country right now of glamorizing socialism. Amen. It, it's, it's craziness. Do you not, do people not, we have all this access to the world, but apparently many people shut their eyes to what those kind of systems really do to places in our world. And let, let me say this to you. We are not, I've heard people say, well, well, you can look where Jesus practiced socially. Well, let me, I'll, I'll give you this. If Jesus walks on this earth today, I'll live under his rule of socialism. But I won't live under any other human being's rule of some type of socialism that tells me what I can. I'm I'm sorry. This is is a deepening of deception that, that is coming against the very heart of freedom. Freedom of religion. Freedom to worship. Get off Get off your... Some of you, we, we're so lost in these political debates of right and left that we just can't even think straight anymore. I'm not even talking about favoring one party over another. I'm talking about the concepts that are coming in that are devouring us from within. Where, where government can be our provider rather than leaning on God. Secularism. What about this one? Position. The enemy is offering position, inclusion. If you'll just do everything my way, you can have position in this world. You can have status. You can you cannot be canceled. You can thrive in this world. You can have a good position in this world if you just do everything the way the world tells you to. Amen. It's a deepening of deception. 
Amen. So, here's what I have come to just lay out for you. And then after tonight, we're going to go into the answers. I'm not going to go back into all this. After tonight, we're going into the answer. The answer is faith. we got to come back to faith. And we're going to do a deep dive into faith. But there is a deepening deception. And here's what all of that is saying to us. The spirit of Antichrist, the world, is saying to us. They're offering pleasure to your children, to your family members, to your neighbors, to your friends, to your co-workers. They're, they're, it, it's being offered pleasure and perversion and provision and position. It's all made to be sound. It's all okay. Just do everything your way. Follow the world. But here is what you have to give up to follow that deception. You have to submit your freedom in Christ and your liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we, are, we have freedom in Christ to proclaim this gospel. And to proclaim that we believe this word. I still believe this word. And I will declare this word with every breath that I have in me. I don't live it out perfectly, but I believe it is God's word. And, and in order to say yes to the deception of the enemy, I have to submit my freedom and liberty in Christ in order to have the things the enemy is offering me. The second thing that I have to submit, I have to submit my beliefs to see if it's okay in the world I live in. If you're going to accept the, the pleasure and the perversion and the provision and the position, you're going to have to check your beliefs at the altar of the spirit of Antichrist. Because if your beliefs don't line up, then you don't have a place. And you will have to subject your practices. You'll have to submit them. Amen. That's where this is headed. If you go read in the book of Revelation and you go read in Daniel and you go read when the, when the rule of Antichrist takes place and, and, and the world is in judgment, you go read about that world and they have submitted they have submitted and subjected their freedom and liberty. They have submitted and subjected their beliefs. They have submitted and subjected their practices. And they have been promised pleasure. Perversion is okay. They have been promised provision. And they have been promised position. If they will subject and submit. So we have to ask ourselves this question. If the, de if the deception is deepening, what is the way back? What is the way back to God's Word? What is the way back to revival? What is the way back to truth? And the only way back is found in Christ. It's not found in politics. Political views aren't going to lead us back. I'm sorry. They're not going to. 
The only way back is found in Christ. His word, his truth, and faith. 1 Corinthians 13 and 13 says, Now, there's three things that will remain. Here they are. These three things. This is what's important. Faith, hope, and love. These are the things we have to focus on. This is what God is calling the church of our day. we got to be a radical church, and we got to be a church of radical faith, radical love, radical hope. If we're going to survive, if we're going to survive in our day, we must be a church of faith, hope, and love in Jesus Christ, loving our neighbors, loving our world, sharing the truth with them, loving Christ, loving others as we love ourselves, having faith that we're going to trust what His Word says. We're going to trust that He is true. Let the world be a liar, but let God be true. We're going to put our faith, our hope, and our trust in Jesus Christ. There is no other way back. Because I don't know about you. But I believe there's still a remnant of the church. And I believe that there's a remnant of God's people that are not ready to submit their practices as believers to the world's kingdom. Or subject our beliefs and check our beliefs to see if it's okay in the world that we're living in to believe that. I believe there's still a remnant of people that are not willing to submit our freedom and liberty in Christ. To fit in with our world. I believe there are those that can stand up to the deepening deception. But it'll be those that are praying. Those that are worshipers. Those that are in the word. Those that are strong in faith. Those that are living by hope. Amen. So we're going to talk about over the next few weeks. We're going to do, we're going to, if you want to read ahead. We're going to do a dive into Hebrews 11. And out of that, we are going to pull some remarkable things about faith. Because the only way back is faith. In Jesus Christ. Back to revival. Back to truth. Don't buy into the way of the world. Don't, don't, don't buy into it. Don't buy into the pleasure. Check yourself. And I mentioned a couple of things. There's so many things we could say. Our, let, you know, I mentioned some things. Let me, let me just mention a couple of things that I love. I, I'm a, I love sports. We have gotten so out of whack in our culture that that pleasure of those things has become more important than the things of God. So, so don't get me wrong. I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just saying, if it's all about our own pleasure, we better check that. If it's all about making us feel good, you better say, is the enemy trying to offer me this deception? What does God's word say about it? So, I, I just wanted to lay this out tonight. 
Because somehow we've got to get back. If we're going to see what God's going to accomplish. There will be a latter day outpouring. I believe it's happening all around us. The only question is. Who will be a part of it. And who will not. See, there's going to be falling away. There's going to be deception. There's going to be, but there's also, the Word tells us in the latter days, I pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. So, so these two things are colliding at one time. The only question is, who's going to be a part of the outpouring? And who's going to be a part of the deception? So I want us to be a part of the outpouring. And in order for that to happen. It's going to take faith. Amen. Stand your feet with me tonight. So next week. We're going to start. A study. On the way back. The way of faith. And I hope. If you can't be here in person, you'll watch online or you'll catch up whenever you can, whatever the case might be. But my desire is for you to be challenged to be men and women, to raise up boys and girls and raise up young men and young women of faith. To combat the deepening deception. Let's pray. Father, we love you tonight. We thank you for your word. Thank you for just, Lord, your challenge to us. Open our eyes to see the deepening of deception. Open our eyes to see it. Lord, it's plain if we'll just look with spiritual eyes. We'll see it at every turn. We'll see it when we turn on our news, our entertainment. If our eyes are spiritual, we'll see the deception that's at work. And Lord, when we see it, we can choose to place our faith in you. This world is not my provider. This government is not my provider. You are my provider. My position is not based on my status in this world. My position is based on the fact that in Christ I am seated with Him in heavenly places. Join heirs with Jesus in His kingdom. Lord, the perversion that is deceiving this world can be overcome if we put faith in Your Word. Walk in your truth. And the pleasure that we are all being enticed to be a part of can be stopped. And we can find our pleasure, our life, our joy in you. The joy of the Holy Spirit. The strength that comes from the joy of the Lord. Irrespective of what flesh is facing. Let faith arise and let the church stand up and be counted. Lord, I'm asking for your help.
that as we begin this series, that whoever hears it would apply it in their lives. And you would raise up those ready to stand and to call back to the way of the outpouring of your spirit. We ask it all in the name of Jesus. Everybody in this place said, Amen.